The following is a podcast from St. George's Episcopal Church in Arlington, Virginia. We invite you to support the ministries of St. George's Church through a one-time or reoccurring donation. To give, visit our webpage, www.stgeorgeschurch.org. The word saint is spelled in full. St. George's is a vibrant and inclusive community that is committed to loving God, serving others, and changing the world. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he showed himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana and Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. And they said to him, we will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, children, you have no fish, have you? They answered him, no. He said to them, cast the net to the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because there were so many fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on some clothes, for he was naked, and jumped into the sea. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from land, only about a hundred yards off. When they had gone ashore, they saw a charcoal fire there with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, 153 of them. And though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have some breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. A second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter felt hurt because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and to go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. After this, he said to him, follow me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise 
In the name of our eternal and life-giving God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. <clears throat> Tony Stark uh, says in uh, the preview for Avengers Endgame, uh, part, of the, part of any journey is the end. And he says this as he's drifting in space, thinking he's going to, to die. Now, I haven't seen the movie. I'm going to go see it this afternoon at 3 o'clock with my kids. So, um, uh, and I'm actually going to be there with Don George, of all people. So, um, so it's, it's, it's going to be fun. But this is the end of my journey with you. This is the end of two years of being with you, of spending time with you, of learning from you, and to have just feeling the joy of your presence your love, and your companionship. And it's been a true blessing, something that I will carry with me for a very long time. And just a second. This, this is what the choir sees most of the time. It's really... <laughs> But I, I wanted to extend a special thanks to you all. Uh, it's been a joy and a privilege and a blessing to listen to the music that you share, the, the beauty that you give us each and every single Sunday. It has enriched my own spirituality, and it is something that, that is a true treat uh, for this congregation. And when my search committee came and when they listened to you all, they just wanted me to tell you all what a beautiful uh, choir you are and what a joy it was for them to listen to you. And so thank you all for everything that you do and for the beauty that you bring to our worship. Thank you. And of course, uh, uh, John and, and Sharon, um, she, she, it's funny, they always get thanked twice whenever you're in these. So, uh, but. Uh, Sharon has been such a, and John have been so influential and inspirational for me. Um, I, I can't imagine my formation without them and without Sharon's just uh, support and affirmation and just uh, wisdom. It's been a true just blessing to have you in my life, Sharon, and I will carry that with me for the rest of my ministry. So thank you. All right, let's get to preaching here. Okay. This is one of my favorite stories, uh, one of gospel readings uh, in, in, in the gospels. I love it because it's just kind of very tangible. It's, 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 it's got fishing, it's got cooking, it's got just togetherness. And uh, it's funny because I, I, think, I think, about, think about Simon Peter just saying, I, I just got, I got to do something, so let me go fishing. I just want to go fishing. Anybody want to go fishing with me? So he packs up the disciples and they go fishing and they catch nothing. Catch nothing. As they're coming into shore, Jesus yells out, you know, hey, have you caught any fish? You know, as a fisherman, that's like one of the last things you want to hear if you've had a really bad day fishing. And they, they haven't caught anything. And the second thing you don't want to hear as a fisherman is, hey, if you haven't caught anything, try over there. <laughs> and so they do. They toss in their nets and they pull up an abundance of fish. There's just 
immense amount of fish, 153 of them, and they're large, and they're struggling to bring them in. There's something in this moment that makes the disciple that loved Jesus say, hey, hey, that's the Lord. For only in the Lord's presence could such abundance occur, could such abundance be present. So Simon Peter, in his excitement, he puts on his clothes, he jumps off the boat, and he goes swimming over to Jesus. And he's just so excited to be in the presence of Jesus. And they bring the fish in, and Jesus says, hey, you got any fish? Which seems like a silly question. Yeah, yeah, I got Yeah, I'll go get some fish. And so Simon, again, he, he, think about how just like, again, excited he is. He, just, he grabs the net, this net that everybody struggled to bring in. He just hauls it in himself. He gets these fish, and they start cooking, and they have breakfast together. They have a meal together. They share community together. It's, it's, it's this glorious, glorious little moment. And Jesus says, says to Peter, looks at Peter and says, Peter, do you love me? Peter said, yes, yes, I love you. I, I just, I, you, you're everything to me. And he says, feed my lambs. A little time passes. Simon Peter, do you love me? Simon Peter says, yes, yes, Lord, I love you. Tend my sheep. A little time goes by. Jesus says a third time, Simon Peter, do you love me? Simon Peter, you get a little frustrated here. He's like, look, yes, you know everything. You know in my heart that I love you. Feed my sheep. You see, this is an echo of the three denials of Peter. Peter denied Jesus three times. And Jesus is getting Peter to say out loud three times, I love you, I love you, I love you. I understand now what you were trying to tell us. And, and Jesus challenges Peter. He says, Peter, you love me. Here's the thing. When you were younger, you used to go wherever you wanted to go, do whatever you wanted to do. You put on your own belt, you made your own choices, and out you went. But I'm going to tell you, in the future, somebody else is going to put a belt around you, and you are going to go where you do not want to go, and you will stretch your arms out and do what you don't want to do. Simon Peter was crucified for his love of Jesus and the ministry that he was bringing. And it's interesting because in Simon Peter, all of Simon Peter's excitement, Simon Peter at this moment needs to realize he needs courage as well. Courage to go out. And see, this is the thing. See, Jesus is asking for submission. We don't like that word, submission. We don't like the word submission because what it does is it brings up connotations of, of, of denigration and, 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 and insult and, you know, oppression. It brings up those contexts. In, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I, I, I think of submission because, I, you know, there's a choke called a rear naked choke. And you either tap or nap. That's what it's called. And you submit because it's painful. It's terrible. You have to submit because of the pain. 
But Jesus is not asking Simon Peter to submit to something painful. He's asking Simon Peter to submit to love, to compassion, to light, to beauty, to truth, to justice, to all those things that Jesus brought into this world through his life, through his death, and through his resurrection. All those things that Jesus was, is, and forever shall be, he's asking Simon Peter to submit to. Here's the thing, I mean, Simon Peter, he ain't the best of the best. He's not the smartest of people. You know, he makes mistakes, he's not the most spiritual. But the thing about Jesus is, I don't, I don't, right now I don't need the best. I don't need the smartest. I don't need the most spiritual. I need you. This moment, I need you. You're the person I need to bring my kingdom into this world. Feed my lambs. Tend my sheep. Feed my sheep. Care for those that come to you. Create a community that loves each other. And it will be a struggle. You will suffer and you will die for it. That's the message that Simon Peter is getting. Simon Peter is excited. But Simon Peter is coming to realize that faith is more than excitement. It's the reality that you need courage to live it out. And in my, my two years here at St. George's, I've been blessed to, to speak with most of you, to talk with most of you, to get to know most of you. What's fascinating about this place and what is so just energizing about this place is there are the best, there are the smartest, the most resourceful, and some of the most spiritual people I have ever met here. Your community is full of them. And what a gift to be part of this community. And when I think of this, this story, when I think of Jesus looking at Simon Peter and saying, follow me, walk with me, journey with me, struggle with me, suffer with me, but bring life just as I do, I think of you. Because that's what this community does. It walks with Jesus. It struggles with Jesus. It prays with Jesus. It suffers. It brings joy. It brings compassion. It brings life. And that's what I love about you and this place and everything that you bring to this community. So when I hear, follow me, I think of my own journey where I'm going to move on and I'm going to have to follow Jesus in a different community be part of a different community, but I'll carry everything that you have given me to that community. And as I follow Jesus, it gives me hope, gives me life, gives me joy to know that we will be following Jesus together. Even separated by distance, we will be united in love. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to this podcast from St. George's Episcopal Church in Arlington, Virginia. St. George's is located in central Arlington at the Virginia Square Metro Station. We are a parish of the Diocese of Virginia, and our rector is the Reverend Sharon Sykes-Williams. We invite you to join us in person for our worship services and events. For a full calendar, visit us on the web at stgeorgeschurch.org. May Almighty God, who has redeemed us and made us his children through the resurrection of his Son, our Lord, bestow upon you the riches of his blessing. May God, who through the water of baptism has raised us from sin into newness of life, make you holy and worthy to be united with Christ forever. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you forever. Amen.